Good morning and happy Saturday, you guys. It is Amanda and Barron with Kicking Cancer Cares on KSLM Radio 104.3 FM and 12:20 AM. It's a brand new year, and you have not lost that introduction. Oh no, no way, Jose. So, um, a huge shout out to our sponsors for this segment, and that is Oddmo's Pizza. They're absolutely amazing. They're constantly giving back to the community and just always showing support. And their pizza, I mean, let's be honest, you can't go wrong with Oddmo's Pizza. It's absolutely delicious. My oh. favorite is still that cauliflower, like, green monster. The one that we one. ate while we were in oh studio? Oh, my goodness, yes. Yeah, for future reference, I will not ask you a question while you're chewing on Thank pizza. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I appreciate that. Ben. But we don't have a sponsor, but we have a good friend in studio with us today. Yes, we do. So why don't you go ahead and introduce him? Well, many people know Russ from, I don't know how many things you've done in the community, Russ. But uh, So Russ Head is here with us. Introduce yourself, Russ. Who, who are you? How do people know you? Who am I? That's a good question. Well, you know, it's great to be here with you both. And I want to thank you both, Amanda and Baron, for having me on. It's amazing. Absolutely. And I am just uh, excited. I guess that a lot of people know me for my selfies. <laughs> Hashtag Russ Selfie. That's right. And then Baron started. Hashtag uh, ha- Russ Rock. There you go. <laughs> so, no, I really, I think that... People hopefully know me for somebody who loves people, loves to be part of the community. I love to uh, just be out there, uh, just building community and making good things happen. Absolutely. And so no matter what business I've been in, that's what I love to do. Okay. And that will actually come into the story as we progress forward with Russ's story. Okay, perfect. It's going to be great to have Russ in studio with us. Yes, absolutely. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you. Well, so we recap last week? Absolutely. Well, I brought up the fact that it was... uh, August of that first year, and a Pizza Hut in town, their district manager approached me, or actually, I guess I approached him, but I said, you guys put these coupons on your pizzas. How do you attach them to the box? Oh, yep, that's right. Right? Mm -hmm. Right? And he says, well, just a piece of tape. And I said, what if that piece of tape was a little round sticker that had a donkey on it? Mm -hmm. And so we we actually collaborated with Pizza Hut, and Doug had eight or ten from Woodburn all the way down to Albany. But then he got a hold of the district manager in Eugene. And so for about two or three months, every time a pizza left Pizza Hut with a coupon on it, it had a little kicking cancer donkey holding that in place. That's so cool. And that was our first uh, venture into co-branding. Mm-hmm. But then Mike Sublet with Odd Moe's, he comes along and says, hey, we're going to start doing beer out of our pizza place. And they designed, they worked with Sandy and Brewing to put together a, a beer. And on the side of the can... It has the donkey mm-hmm. and our logo, and he actually has two beers out now. Well, then this this year, uh, JFK Band has their own beer out with Sandy and Brewing, and they said, "Well, why don't we do a summertime beer?" So they put together, um, I suppose, like Corona with a lime in it, basically. Oh yeah. Did you taste it? No, no. no. Well, <laughs> but I used to like when I did drink. Uh, in my younger days, the the beers with the limes yep. were my. I, they got me for some reason. It was the lime. I'm yep. telling you. Well, that's what that's what they designed was a, a light a light lager with a lime twist. Okay. And it was JFK designed it specifically for a fundraiser with kicking cancer. That's so awesome. So it has a picture of their band and a picture of the donkey, and so we got into co-branding. That was kind of what we talked about last week. Yeah, that's really fun. So, what was your favorite part of the co-branding experience? Um, getting to know the band. Yeah. <laughs> right? I bet. Anyone who has not been to a JFK concert, they are really a good band. They are. They're pretty They're amazing. A good band. 
Absolutely. But I think the best part really was getting to know people in the community and mm-hmm. how this kicking cancer message resonates with so many, mm-hmm. right? Whether yeah. it be Pizza Hut. And really, it was from some of those co-branding experiences that I met Russ. Okay. All I, right. I had, we talked earlier, several episodes ago, about um, Becca. Yep. I had gone, and Russ might even remember this, I had gone to Albany, and I would gone to their I had gone to their greeters and it was held at the Willamette Valley Bank in Albany and Russ won the door prize which was one of our shirts okay and immediately turns and he hands it to one of his employees whose name is Bethany and that's when I met Russ the first time and now he just can't seem to get rid of me <laughs> me, me neither. It's okay, Russ. Who wants to get <laughs> rid kidding. of you, Baron? Come on. You and Amanda, man, I could hang out here and do this all day long. Right. You know, we, we've had a lot of fun crossing paths over the last several years with Russ and I together. That's, so. true. That's awesome. That's true. And I think part of why that resonates, and, and you know, elaborate here, Russ, but I like to help people, and mm-hmm. Russ likes to encourage people, and so it's blended well together. Yeah, when you love people and you want to get in there and do encourage and help them in whatever area you're in business-wise or life, I think common people come together that have that same mindset. And I think that's why we're all friends. Yeah. You know, and we all like Odmo's pizza too. I got to tell you, I love that (laughs) pizza anyway. But uh, no, I, I think that, you know, there's so many wonderful things that can happen when people come together. And Barron and Kicking Cancer is a great, great uh, example of that. Yep. Well, when we did the drive-by for Jennifer, yes, I remember told that story yep. some time ago, mm-hmm. uh, I reached out to Russ. And I said, I need help getting the word out through the Albany, Lebanon area. And Russ got on Facebook. And I still remember that day. We're in the parking lot at West Albany High School, and I've, there's a great picture. Russ got a great selfie. I'm standing behind <laughs> him. So is Bree Miller, who's the president of the baseball team, and driving by her house and seeing the, her radiate. That's right. But then to go actually do the flash mob, which Russ was at the flash mob too, just to see the look on Jennifer's face right. at that flash mob was worth it. And she's so amazing. I mean, what a great friend she is. We've been involved together in the Corvallis Chamber for years now and um, she's just a wonderful person that loves people also and does so much for the community so again how people come together and you know i believe when you give out it comes back to you and that's in her case you know so many people want to bless her and and just be there yeah that's awesome so russ and i have worked together inadvertently for quite some time (laughs) yeah together by accident together by accident (laughs) but this is the first saturday in january okay and I'm going to officially announce on the radio, first quarter, it's Go Team Russ. All right. Woohoo! Go Team Russ, Russ. Russ is in the fight with cancer. Okay. And we'll get into that here in a little bit more. But we have these amazing black t-shirts, mm-hmm. Skin Cancer's Black. Okay. And they say, oh, oh, not oh, the, not the listeners can see it, but he was showing you his. He just flashed a yeah. shirt Flashing under the shirt. his yeah. <laughs> uh, The great thing about the way we designed that shirt is that bottom line can come off and we can put whatever we want down there. Right. And so these shirts are personalized and they say, hashtag Russ Rocks. Okay, because I was going to say, I have a black one, but it didn't have your name on you it. You have the generic one. Oh. You may have to buy one for Russ. Just the though. basic one. You have Thanks the generic one. Yeah, you need a, okay, real, so, a real one, Amanda. So if people want to buy those, how would they go about that? Uh, they can they can email me, at, which is E-X-E-C-D-I-R, it's Executive Director Abbreviated, at kicking-cancer.org. You know, let me know that you want one. If you're in the Lebanon area... 
there is an amazing friend of Russ's there named Mr. G. He has an insurance agency in Lebanon, and he has about 12 shirts there. Okay. You can swing by Mr. G's to pick a shirt up. Um, you could obviously send a Facebook message to Russ, and Russ would make sure that we know about it. <laughs> well, and you put a link out there, a direct link also. Yeah, there's a direct link that would go take you to our website, but now you're going to make a donation specifically to Russ so that we know that you want those shirts. Okay. Now, here's the fun part about this campaign. Anyone knows Russ, he does selfies. <laughs> so it's really simple. Buy a black shirt in support of Russ. Take a selfie wearing the shirt. Mm-hmm. Put some encouraging comments on Facebook for Russ. Hashtag Russ Rocks. I love it. It's a great little campaign. That's awesome. And if you guys didn't get that email address um, or any of that, uh, definitely reach out to me at amanda at kslm.news, and I will direct you into the right direction for that. All right. Ready to be shocked again? Yes, my favorite part. He brings shocking information every time, and it's my favorite. Because Let's it, hear it. Come on. It's truly shocking. Well, last time I brought you a graph. Yes. Not that the listeners can see what I'm showing you, but... But it's a it's, very colorful pie graph. It's a very colorful pie chart, and you were looking at this going, well, there's no numbers attached. Mm-hmm. And you've often said, I don't let grass, grass grow. grow, right? So I came back with the actual numbers yes. from the pie chart. <clears throat> so You this are is, a good man. I try to, I try to <laughs> stay on top of this. <laughs> This is a little outdated, so I, would, I do want to try to find some more recent numbers. Right. But this pie chart is from 2017. Okay. And it's the National Cancer Institute funding for that year. Okay. So that year, the National Cancer Institute got $5 billion, 600000 taxpayer dollars. Wow. $5 billion, 600000 600, $636,400 million, to be exact. Holy smokes. So they got a lot of taxpayer dollars. Yeah. Which was actually $130 million more than 2016. Okay. But how did that break down per cancer? Yeah. Breast cancer got $545 million. Okay. Lung cancer was number two with $321 million and... Leukemia or blood cancer was number three with two hundred and fifty thousand million dollars. Okay, those are the top funded cancer research. Okay, the reason I created this little chart is how many stories have we talked about with kids? Nolan, a lot. Ozzy, yeah. Nowhere on this chart is, is there... there funding for childhood cancer, and that's sad. Less than 3% of taxpayer dollars that go to the National Cancer Institute actually fund childhood cancer specifically. That's heartbreaking. It is. Because they're our future. Yeah. They matter too. Now, the other question that you asked me was, what was the easiest cancer to beat? Yes. With a 98% survival rate. Breast. Cancer? Prostate cancer. Prostate cancer. Okay. So the most survivable cancer is prostate. Okay. The second most survivable is in the room with us. Okay. That's great news. That is great news. Absolutely. Melanoma yes. has a 95.8% survival rate. Yes. I'm glad, I'm glad you're glad to hear that, aren't you? No, I'm very glad to hear that. In fact, I have heard uh, some of those statistics from the doctors. And, um, you know, I am blessed. First of all, I'm blessed by a God that loves 
me and watches over me, and I know that with him I'm going to be all good. But number two, I'm blessed by great doctors who are giving me a very optimistic outlook. Yeah. That, you know, things are looking good. Um, and if I do, if I'm a good boy and do what I'm supposed to do, um, everything's going to be okay. Good. Yeah. Good. So this might be jumping a little bit ahead, but you just opened the door. So if you're a good boy and do what you're supposed to do, what does that mean? What are you supposed to do, Russ? <laughs> well, you want me to back up and just give a, a bit of the story now, or you want sure, me to wait no, on that? Just, just go for it. We'll just okay. segue. So it's, you know, anybody who knows me, I am a super active person. You could probably tell by my voice. The reason Baron likes me is because when he says get the word out, he just is really saying I got a big mouth <laughs> and that I can yell it out to everybody and they'll all know what's going on. Well, it is on. questionable who has a bigger mouth. There you me. go. Well, that is true. Uh, but... Uh, no, I, I'm super active, and I started having a little a bump on my foot, a little pain. And so my beautiful wife and I thought it was a wart. It looked like a wart. Yeah. It was kind of a little callous thing. It was small. Like a little planter's wart or yeah. something. Yeah, and so I started kind of treating that. Well, after a little while, it grew, and it turned black. And so I said to my beautiful wife, eh, I don't think this is a wart. I said, she goes, yeah, I think you probably should go to the doctor. Good idea. So I had my yearly checkup planned anyway. I went to the um, regular doctor, and the, he always sends me to the dermatologist to check. You know, when you get my age, I'm 58 years young. They want you to be, you know, your skin checked out every year. So, and they. <laughs> how, how long ago was that, Russ? I was in the middle of the summer. Okay. So six months ago, basically. Yeah. And so they looked at it and they went, hmm. <laughs> I think we need to biopsy that. So they did and uh, came back just a few days later that it was invasive melanoma. Uh, it started at stage 2A uh, is what it was. So no problem. You're going to go to OHSU. They're going to do a surgery and they're going to take this off. Well, by the time that I actually got to OHSU and they got it all scheduled, the cancer had grown a little bit. And so they had to remove about half of my instep um, to get the cancer and the skin around it, which they call margins. Okay. And so because they did that, then they had to also put skin back. What they actually did is they shifted skin on my foot and they brought skin from other parts of my body. And so basically they rebuilt my entire instep. Wow. So a huge long process of recovery just for my foot. Um, I'm still recovering. It's going to be months still, but I can walk now, which is amazing. Six weeks um, on my behind, not walking. So that's tough wow. for a person like me. Well, I think when I saw you and I brought your shirts over to you, you had one of those scooter things. I had a little knee scooter, that's right. So I could move a little bit for sure, and crutches, of course. Um, but when they did the surgery, they also did what they call lymph node mapping. They checked what lymph node they thought the cancer would have traveled to if it did. But everybody thought, oh, no, you're going to be fine. We, you know, we're getting it early. All is good. Well, they took out a lymph node right in my groin area. And sure enough, there was a tumor in there. And it was then upgraded to stage 3C, um, which I don't know what all the letters mean. I just know that he said that's quite a jump and that's not good. But the good news is we got that out and there's things we can do. So, and but, I, have, I have quizzed Amanda in the past on the show. So do you remember what the stage is? Yes, mean? actually. She's, so, she's learning a lot. So A go. is like a less severe, and I think it goes all the way up to D. Well, it's stage or, one, stage two, stage three, stage four. Right. And but that, then, re that refers to risk level. Yes. And then within each stage, then, then you've got stage 2A would be the lowest of the right, twos, right? right? Stage 2D would be the highest, which basically what Race is saying is that 
his initial diagnosis was, was very a. low risk, very low risk, right. 2A. And then when he went back in, it moves up to a higher risk of 3. It hasn't gone to stage 4. And that was just within like a month? That was within, well, by the time I got into them, it was probably two and a half months before wow. I got in there. That's really quick. So, uh, and and you also remember what the word metastatic means. Um, it's there, but it's not active. No, it has left its point of origin. Oh, okay, sorry. So in Russ's case, the point of origin was his foot. When it got into the lymphatic system, that gives it the ability to start moving. That's right. Okay. And it had moved up his leg when he found it in the groin. Right. So Russ basically has metastatic skin cancer. Yeah. So if it's moved there, was to say it's not moved other places? Good question. That was my question, too. <laughs> yeah. That's yes. what I would have asked. Because then saying, okay, we got it. It's like, yes. what do you mean you got it? They're... Well, you can tell by the smile on my face that they, they did checks and it were, they but were what okay. what the listeners cannot see. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you can. Uh, no, they can hear the smile on my yes. face. Yes, they can. Yes. So, no, they did um, both PET scans and MRI uh, so they got everything from my brain to the rest of my body um, to make sure that the cancer had not traveled beyond that area. Right. And so within what they can see, the answer was no, I'm all good. Now, the reason I am now going through treatment, which is called immunotherapy, um, that I'm doing monthly, every four weeks, is because they don't know 100% sure there's not still some in the leg in the lymph node system, and they don't know for sure there's not grains of cancer in my body that they couldn't see right? that could grow into something. So what they do is they do the immunotherapy, which then helps your body's immune system fight the cancer. And, and your timing to bring up immunotherapy is perfect because last week's episode, we mm-hmm. talked about immunotherapy. There you go. Your typical way to get cancer out is you cut it out, mm-hmm. which is what they did at the bottom of his foot. You burn it out, which is radiation, which they did not have to do, or, or you poison it out with chemotherapy. But there's a very effective new way. I like to say you let God get it out. But that's, <laughs> that's my number one choice. That's yeah. right. Immunotherapy is using your own body to fight the cancer. Right. So that's why I say let God get it out. Yeah. But the things you need to fight the cancer are in your body. Yeah. And in your case, they're using your immunotherapy to attack the cancer, which is such a wonderful option to the other choices. Yeah. It is definitely very highly um, touted. I mean, everybody has only good things to say about immunotherapy that I have talked with. Um, A lot of people are very negative on chemotherapy and other things because a lot of times they threw that at everything. So now there are certain cancers that still need that, but there's a lot of cancers like mine that they can do immunotherapy um, so basically, it's an infusion uh, that I go in every four weeks for, and uh, I just feel really blessed by God, honestly, that um, I'm in the position I'm in where they really have got the lion's share of what they found, and they're doing a treatment they feel really, not 100%, but they high 90s, that they're all, this is going to be all good when it's done. Yeah. And, um, you know, other than, I still have a lot of, I still um, have I call it my Frankenstein foot. I still have a lot of healing to go on my foot um, because there's you know skin is still is still developing and mm-hmm. growing and you know and all that um, that they moved around. But it is working. It is improving and all that's good. Um, that's the reason I limit. You know I'll be here with you guys today, but then when I'm done I'll go home and then I I get my foot up and I you know. Just kind of hang out for a while Relax. and rest. So I know I've asked this to some other people that we've talked to and some stories we're going to bring up in the future. How did your family 
react, Russ, when they found out that it wasn't just a wart on your foot? Well, there was the initial shock. So the first the first news that I got it, everybody was concerned, definitely, because anytime you hear the C word, everybody's concerned. But I don't think they were initially concerned, and I may be wrong. I have one of my family members listening to me here. But um, I know that the biggest shock was when it got upgraded. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, it was a matter of we have – our family has a strong faith, and so we really trusted God. But – it's just a matter of hearing that and hearing now that there's a tumor in another part of your body, and it's kind of an abrupt – the doctors do the best they can. Right. And OHSU, where I'm going, is amazing, but the um, it's still shocking. Oh, yeah. yeah. So initially, there were, were a few tears, and um, so we all kind of got that out of our system and then moved on. And really, God has given me a peace, I'll be honest with you, through this whole process. I feel – in my soul, 100% confident, everything's going to be great. Of course, I have an optimistic, positive outlook on life. That's my— Which is great. Which is definitely great, which they say helps you tremendously. Truly. It definitely helps your health. So my my disposition of being positive and the fact that God has given me a peace about what I'm going through— um, really has made it not too difficult for me. Actually, my beautiful wife, my wonderful children, Kyla and Connor and my daughter-in-law, Gabby, have all chipped in helping do things for me um, because I can't do a lot of stuff by myself, mm-hmm. especially before I could walk. Yeah. Feeding me and taking care of me and my wife saw us to help because it's not really easy to get in and out of the shower and then she has to wrap my foot. There's a lot of things going on still, so I still need a lot of assistance. All that to be said— I'm blessed with an amazing family, and I've had so many great friends like you two, so many others that have been such a blessing. I just don't know, you know, I I just don't know what to say. I've just felt so honored and blessed that everybody really cares enough to to be there and help, and I'm thankful. Well, thankful. Yeah. You, you brought up something a minute ago. People, people who go to our website, kicking-cancer.org, and you go to the resources, you're going to find an amazing seminar that Russ did. Russ was actually a speaker for us. During COVID, we were trying to find ways to do speakers, you know, and they had to do a Facebook Live or whatever. Russ did a great one. Right after COVID was beginning to relax and we were able to do live seminars again, Dr. Bud Pierce agreed to speak for us. Okay. Which anyone who doesn't know, Dr. Pierce did run for governor and he Mm -hmm. is one of the top oncologists here in the state of Oregon. And I, and I asked him to talk about this prevention message for a guy who treats cancer. So he stands up, gives you his credentials. Who am I? Why would you listen to me? But then he said, he said the first thing, now again, this is a guy who's done numerous case studies. He says the very first thing consistently he sees for those that survive cancer is a positive attitude. Mm-hmm. Exactly what Rice just said. An oncologist just yeah. verified what you... Those that ha- walk into his office with doom and gloom tend to not survive cancer. Yeah. yeah. I think it's pretty cool that you've got an amazing support system when family and friends rally around you mm-hmm. and are just there for you. It's it's very power. It's more powerful than people know or realize, I feel like. It is. It is. You know, it really, I think that um, God has blessed me with the ability to reach out and, you know, I've done my posts on uh, social media because I had so many friends that wanted to know what that ended up doing, though, is it not only informed my friends and family in other parts of the country what was going on with me, but it also 
gave me support when when I put those out. People are so loving and supporting. It really help. It helps me. I'll be honest with you. It, it's nice to hear we're there for you. You know things. And and I have people all over the world with the business I do because I am uh, global with what I do. Um, I had people in every continent around the globe reaching out to me, telling me they're praying for me, that they're there for me, and that means a lot. We've got about a minute left. Hold on. So the the power of prayer is actually very huge. So if you guys could say a prayer for him, that would be greatly appreciated for him and his family. Um, our war- pray, prayer warriors out there, you guys are absolutely amazing, and well, before, <laughs> you do not disappoint. Yeah, and... and- before we go to break, the whole reason I wanted the campaign designed the way it was is Russ likes selfies. So it's really simple, but I should do a selfie. But I wanted Russ to hear his friends on social media and giving him the words of encouragement. I can tell you that uh, four days ago, I was at the Corvallis Knights talking with Jennifer, and the Corvallis Knights were prepared to buy a bunch of black shirts. So they're giving back to you. You gave to them, awesome. they're giving back to you. Now they're going to buy some black shirts for you. That's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break really quick, and we'll be back in just a minute. A huge shout-out to our sponsor for this second half, and that is Oddmo's Pizza. So make sure you guys show your love and support for them, because without them, we wouldn't be here doing what we're doing. We'll be right back. <laughs> 